Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello and welcome to the Playing Out From The Back podcast. I'm your host, Sam Morgan. On a weekly basis, I'll be joined by my fellow hosts, Aaron and Bo. We'll be discussing the latest news around the popular world with zero filter. Be sure to like, subscribe and follow us on all the usual social media platforms. Thanks for tuning in. Hey guys, back for season two, episode three. How are you boys doing? Aaron, you're back. I'm back. Tell the viewers or listeners what you've been doing. How many events have you watched? How long have you stayed <laughs> up for the Olympics? Oh, me, it took me a while. Sitting here going, what's going on? <laughs> it took me a while to go over the uh, the old Euros, uh, first of all, you know. And then, yeah, the Olympics is... Uh, pretty much watch majority of it as much as I could anyway um, I'm off this week this as well to, to watch the final week so yeah doing doing Tokyo hours <laughs> you have, from what we've been hearing absolute yep. bonkers delivery delivery man's looking going what is this guy ordering full takeout <laughs> at 4am and that <laughs> I'm having my dinner at 9am mate I'm good <laughs> Oh, absolutely love it, mate. No, good, good to have you back, Mo. How are you getting on, mate? Yeah, I'm all right, mate. Feeling good. Can't complain. So yeah, I'm all right. Now, three Arsenal lads on this uh, podcast. How are we feeling about Harry Kane not turning up today? Um, is it is it a shock to you, boys? You know, it is, it is a bit of a shock. I know he has to try and force it through a little. It is a bit of a shock to me, to be honest. I thought I thought he would try and do it uh the right way so to speak but i guess the season starts in 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 less than two weeks so you know he's probably a bit he's seeing obviously the grealish bid go in and and thinking i need to make a statement now that i want to leave so i kind of understand it but grealish has never once come out and said he wanted to leave he's turned up 
to anything he needs to. You know, I know Lloris is is technically the club captain for Tottenham, but then yeah. you know Kane, you know, is the obvious the obvious leader really. Is it something he should be doing? As a club legend, don't want to end it that way. You're, you're one step removed from from Sol Campbell coming to Arsenal. Do you know what I mean? In terms of like annoying annoying that bunch over there, is it is it the right? I just don't know if it's the right move. I think he would get his move either way. Like if he turned up to training and had that conversation, so on the outside of on the outside, it looks like you know he's okay. But you just have those internal chats to say, look. I'm going to train. I'm going to see it sit out, but don't make me available for for games because I ain't playing. That's a different. That's maybe the way to go. Play. I don't know. Any other thoughts on that? Yeah, but I think I think for it to for a player of his experience, for it to have gone this far, it must be very serious in terms of yeah. them saying you're not going unless we receive 160 million, or you're not going regardless of the bid that we receive. And if he's been told. You know, what I mean, in good faith by uh, Daniel Levy that he can leave next season, or if they don't hit a certain criteria, he's free to move on. If he's been told that, then it's only fair that that it's honoured. And I think Daniel Levy sort of, I sort of think he thinks he can do whatever he wants when it comes to selling players. And we all know he drives a hard bargain, but at the same time, forcing players to stay when they want to leave is a little bit. A little bit over the top, but saying all that, I don't agree. He should have, he should have missed training. He should have turned up and done his duties. But I mean, maybe that doesn't make a big enough statement, statement to the yeah. to the mm. club if he does that, you know, because the, the the sort of player he is, you you just wouldn't expect him to do that. And with all the experience he has and the know how, and he'll have good people around him. And if he's doing it, even with all of that, you know that it must be quite serious there, you know. Yeah, no, it is, a, it is a bit of a... It is a strange one, obviously, yeah, like you say, for the fact that it is Harry Kane, like obviously, yeah, acting this way. It'll be interesting to see what, what you know, when he does next next turn up. But I guess from the... I see two sides to it. He's obviously told him he wants to go a long time ago. Let's be honest, it's not just like the last week or so. It sounds like he's had this conversation, obviously, before the Euros. So... It's kind of the club's issue that they haven't gone and dealt with something or, you know, dealt with this a little bit earlier. But now I'm looking at it from the club's point of view and going, if we do accept this, let's say let's say they accept 100, 150 million. I'm, I'm saying I'm sure it'll be more, but let's say, let's say they do accept that. Where did the club go? Because we've got two weeks to the season, though. So what do you do with that money? Are we, are we going to end up with... Oh, I say, I say we, but I say Tottenham. Are they going to end up with those five rickety seat, uh, <laughs> signings, you know, what they did with the bail money. <laughs> like, is it going to be that? Like panic buying? Or are we well, going to have think, another... Go yeah, on. I think, I, I mean, I think the amount of time he's told them that he's going to leave, if they haven't lined something up, yeah, then it's their own, their own sort of fault. Um, because obviously it sounds as if the conversation was had before Jose Mourinho was appointed. Um, and the agreement was to give you know one more year whilst Jose was at the club. So yeah, I don't know if they if they, if they end up getting left high and dry, it's very unlikely because I mean the next conversation, even if they do say they're going to let him go, is that we need to sign a replacement first. Um, but I mean they've got a month till the end of this window, and there's you know that's ample time to do to do some business. 
Yeah, yeah. Just to see obviously how that that plays out uh, with those guys. I think um, sort of going forward, um, you know, Tottenham really do need to have a bit of a better better plan with this. The, the, the crazy thing is the guy. We've had this discussion. He, you know, he did sign a new contract. I think if he really did that, I think he did that for the club, maybe to protect the value, his value. Um, but you know, by signing that, you are then, you know, you're putting yourself in this position. So it's a bit of a difficult one for me to to sort of side with with Harry Kane on on this one. Uh, for me, once as soon as you sign that signed that extension, because um, they could have done it a bit earlier. Um, but hey, it's Tottenham. Who cares? Um, what we <laughs> will talk about, obviously, going in as we have been, um, obviously making our way through. Through the league table, just to look at ins, outs, and and need want should we say for for the Premier League clubs. Uh, obviously, starting this week, we'll be looking at Leicester City now. Um, oh no, we, we did Leicester. My bad. Liverpool. Liverpool. Yeah. Oh, I will get there. I will <laughs> get there. Uh, Liverpool. Now we talked about Leicester. It was a great, great little um, setup for them. To be fair, what's coming up? But yeah, we will look at. Yeah, this is the big giants, isn't it? Really, we're looking at Liverpool. Um, there were some interesting memes from different fans where they got the old stick po- poking Liverpool, going, "Are you actually doing anything this summer?" Um, Aaron, I'm going to start with you, mate. Do you, do you think that bringing in people's been the priority, or do you think it's been just getting the likes of Gomez, Virgil, fit, and and sort of evaluating it from there? Yeah, I think no. The, the main thing is to get Van Dijk as as fit as possible. Uh, I think that's the main thing for them. I don't think they can afford for him to to take you know up to Christmas to get get up to speeds, which he might might well do because it was a horrible injury. Uh, and the way Liverpool play, uh, they will rely heavily uh, on him with, with regards to how much space they'll leave in in their back line. And uh, yeah, they need they need him back. Uh, Back to his best, quite sharpish. Same with Gomez, and obviously you don't know how Canate uh, will will take to to bed in as well. So they've got some questions still at the back, uh, and I think they still need to replace Wijnaldum in a way as well. Uh, the Wijnaldum one's a strange one. Do you not think? Is anyone else seeing it? He was did sort of make. He was like the gel. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's an important important. Uh, position for them to replace I know they brought in obviously uh, Thiago as well and this might be his season to, to step up but I don't think they can just rely on the midfielders they currently have uh, and I think you've seen with their front three as well they need they need better replacements for them uh, they need they need good backups they can't just rely heavily on them three again Mm. I think yeah. they need they need they need enforcements all the way through the team. Yeah. I mean, even even when they won, even the season they won the league, they still really needed enforcements all through the team. Um, so I mean, any players leaving Liverpool, you'd think they'd replace them. Uh, we 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 know they got Canate coming in, which I think will be a good transfer, but we don't know how he's going to perform in the Premier League, and we don't know how how long or how well Van Dijk and Gomez will perform after fairly serious injuries um so you know there's a there's a little bit of a question mark over them coming back um Vinyardum's a, a a big player for them to lose in the middle of the pitch and I think they need a direct replacement unless they're looking at you know people like Oxlade-Chamberlain and Keita 
them sort of players to step up. I know that um, Curtis Jones had a good season last year. Um, Henderson's back as well. I know he missed a lot of the season, but but they would they'd be relying on sort of something they've got in house to to um, to sort of step up and have a good season. Um, I was speaking to one Liverpool fan who said that he thinks that this season will be more of a um, maintenance season. Keep you know get keep this team together and see what they can do, and then next season will be their season to spend sort of bigger. Um, start looking at changing the front line and, you know, they've, they've made a few changes to the back line, maybe change the midfield as well. But I think that next season's the plan for them to do that. It's tough though, and you can't really rely on two injury-prone players like mm. Ox and Cater. Mm. Uh, that's that's the thing. That's, I think that's that's going to be, could be their biggest downfall. Mm. Do you not think they've missed their opportunity in terms of strengthening? And when I say that, I'm talking about if you look at the the great sides, and I'm talking the Alex Ferguson and days of Man United, no matter what, when they were winning the league, what they did next, they strengthened all round. No matter what, you know, it didn't matter who it was. You, you, no one was safe. Do you know what I mean? Big names left, but they had a big name lined up, or the big name was lined up for that season, knowing full well the following season, the previous was leaving. You know, they kind of rode that wave and it made sure that, one, they stayed in front. Two, it kept the the buzz around players wanting to join them. Now, Liverpool, I feel like, have missed that opportunity to go and do that. Yes, I get get that the front three were immense. Mane, Salah and uh, uh, Bobby Firmino as well. But last year, was it the same? Probably not. Mane probably wasn't the same Mane. But if they'd brought in someone and rode the wave then, where they probably had the opportunity to do so, they could have they could have done it. At the same time, we could have probably they could have probably looked at it and gone uh, looked at Sancho early doors, no? With what they had there. Yeah, that's that's the thing as well. And Canate, I think that type of sign in is a year late. Uh, they should have obviously gone out, like say, made a statement once they, you know, won the league uh, at the end of the season before, and uh, made that centre back signing. And then this season, or this pre-season, go and make that centre mid signing and improve their team. But yeah, I, I do agree. I think they they've missed a boat on on that. Yeah, yeah, they have. Well, they have. They did sign Jota. They have. They have. They have slowly but surely tried. But you're right. They, you know, the the only thing is the season they won the league was unfortunately COVID, isn't it? And then I think everyone was worried about the about the um the financial situation. So unluckily for them, I don't think they they were in a position to go and spend a hundred million when no one knew what was going to happen. Do you know what I mean? So. It looks like they're going to have another. Well, you know what? To be fair, though, it's quite. It's still quite early in the window, and they could still do another one or two. To yeah. be fair, um, and I think Liverpool's got such a pull as well that, and they do a lot of their business very, very quietly as well. So you never know. You actually never know with them. But what I do think with them is, if they are to challenge this season, they do need more players. That's who's, for sure. Who's their backup right back if if Trent? Gets injured. Is it they've got game? Nico Williams, haven't they? They got Milner. Oh yeah, he was he was class, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but that's the thing. Even the backup left back, he didn't use him at all last season. Nah. 
You know what I mean? So they're obviously trying to just, you know, plug them gaps. But with um with Klopp, I think if you're not up to a certain level, you just don't get a game. He'd rather play Milner left back or Milner right back or Henderson right, you know what I mean? Or you've even seen him play Fabinho centre back. He he prefers to put players that he that he obviously trusts and knows well in there rather than risking it with maybe a, a young talent or he's back up in that position. Mm. Mm. On on a positive for them, I see a lot of their main attacking players are, are quite fresh, had a good uh, probably a full pre season as well. Uh, obviously the Euros took, took a few of the other teams' players a bit longer to get back and Copa America. Uh, so, obviously, Mane and, and, and Salah, for instance, they've uh, they've had a pretty pretty solid pre-season. Trent, as well, didn't go to the Euros, recovered from his injury. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, it kind of balances out. They could have that good start because of that. But, yeah, overall, it's... They- they lose Mane and Salah as well, though, for, yeah. for a month in the season. Yeah, Cater as well. Yeah, which is big, which is quite big for them. So yeah. that's something that they've got to keep their eye on. But um, surely, surely that should mean that they uh, they go and get someone else. Someone in. else, yeah. Yeah, possibly. But I'm looking at their departures and they're still doing great business. They got six six million for Taiwo Awoyini, Niyi. Don't know who he is. Um, and Harry Wilson went for a cool 12.5 million. Meanwhile, Arsenal can't manage to stump up <laughs> 15 million for Granite Xhaka. That's that's uh, all I'm saying. So, yeah, they're still doing great business on the out front, Liverpool. Uh, how they managed to get these prices still, I don't know. <laughs> I honestly don't know. No idea. But this is this is this is what uh transfer market's telling me. <laughs> <laughs> It's bonkers, isn't it? It is bonkers. But I think the Xhaka one was a bit mind games, personally. But well, that's another another story for another day. Um, so yeah, I mean Liverpool still work to be done, really. For, for me, I don't think I don't think the fans will be. Uh, yes, they'll be confident, but will they be that confident based on what everyone's doing around them? Probably not. Um, in terms of going and actually challenged for. The league title, I think everyone, like you said, everyone's sort of resting it all again on Virgil van Dijk. And I watched his first game back and he got spun a couple of times. So uh, he didn't look the same. I know, it's, listen, it's asking a lot for a guy that's been out for that for that long, but you're putting that on Virgil and, and Gomez. And um, I'm not sure that's the, 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 the best plan, but we'll, we'll see. Um, next giant, and this one's obviously always juicy, no matter what. Or what time of year it is? Uh, it's Matt, Man City. Um, this greedish uh, movement is not just a story, is it? It looks there's no one coming out denying it. There seems to be a lot of a lot of sources from all sorts of angles, even the ones that don't agree with each other, saying that this is this is happening. Um, who gets the better? Who gets the better deal? Is the hundred million good value for City, or is a hundred million? Great value for for Villa. Um, I'll start with you, Mo, on that one. Um, I think it may be about 15, 15, 20 million in Villa's favour, maybe. But, I mean, what's that in today's market? If you're going to pay 80, Mm. you would pay 100, wouldn't you? He's English. He covers that quota. Um, 
best player for Villa for me undoubtedly improves um any any team any squad um i think i actually think he's going to be used a little bit different by pep guardiola i don't think he's going to be used on the wing i think he's going to be used through the middle like the same way he uses kevin de bruyne don't know why i feel like that cuz when you look at the players that they've got already you 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 don't really need a winger so mm. when I look at his team, unless he's going to sell two, three of them, he don't really need a winger. So I, I think he might be used a bit more centrally by Pep Guardiola. But I think it's a good deal. I think it's a good deal all round. Everyone wins. Uh, Manchester City get a good quality player. And, uh, Villa get £100 million for a player that come through the academy. Work, work, good, good both ways. Aaron, where are you seeing it, mate? Who Who, who wins? You know what? I think I think Man City have got the better of the deal there. I think he could have gone for a bit more. Uh, I think Villa could have held maybe hold out for another twenty twenty five more million. Um, really? In yeah. this in this market? Yeah, I think I think he could. I mean, when mm. you when you're looking at the you know the uh, English inflation, so to speak, and and how many years he's got left in him, I don't even think he's he's at his peak yet. Uh, I think he, I honestly think with with what he brings to to Aston Villa, I mean we saw the difference with and without him last season. I w- I would have hold out as much as possible for him. I really would have. Uh, I know that they've they've looked to to get players in early, which is good for them. Uh, but he's uh, for me for Villa, he's irreplaceable. So I'd be holding out as much as I could. I think with with Grealish, Villa could easily be a top six or eight team with with a small improvement in in different areas. Without mm. Grealish, they're looking at I'd say ninth to thirteenth, fourteenth. Mm. So it depends where they if they want to improve their their stature or if they just want to be mid table. But for me, I would have held out as much as possible for for more. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a. I feel like they've known it's coming. You know, mm. the the bid for Smith Rowe, the bids for Ward Prowse, got Leon Bailey going there. These players, it just strikes me as they were definitely prepared for this earlier than maybe what's come out. Um, but let's see. It seems to be an attractive place for people at the moment, Villa. Which you know, yeah, credit to them. Um, They're paying money, mate. That's what it yeah, is. Yeah, of course. They're, of course, of they're course, paying but... big money, mate. It's got to be. I mean, Leon Bailey, that got done in done in pretty much silence. Yeah. They've got to be yeah, paying not, big, not, money, big money over there. But but you know what I was saying about what, what are Tottenham going to do with this money? You know, Villa have probably gone, do you know what? We'll do this the right way. You've respected us. We know it's coming. Let's start yeah. working on it. Tottenham are leaving it to last minute, hoping that it's going to swing their way. But it's like, and then you're going to end up rush buying. Whereas Villa yeah. is a good place, they had a good, you know, the good season I thought last year. So with this money, can they now up it to the next next level? I know Tom Hanks must be buzzing, and old uh, old the old royalty, Mister Willi- uh, Prince Williams, loving it. But um, <laughs> you know, it's it, it is good to see that they're trying to be proactive with it. And as I said, Jack Grealish is going the the right way. Um, 
who else do you think they would buy with that sort of money? Where where would you strengthen? I know they won't get a right back, Aaron, so don't worry, Matty Cash is safe. Yeah, good, good. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, they 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 they've got a good squad. You know, they've got Bundia uh, in from Norwich, like say Bailey as well coming in. Uh, Watkins hit the, hit the ground running last season, so they've got the foundations there of of an excellent squad. McGinn as well. Uh, I'd I'd get in maybe another centre midfielder, another winger, and possibly just another fullback. Uh, they, they got Ashley Young in as well, didn't they? So, mm. I mean, they've already done most of their business, I think, with with that money. Uh, they poss- might possibly get one or two more in, but yeah, I'm a uh, bit disappointed they didn't hold out to be honest but I think Man City now they're, if they get Grealish and Kane it's, it's game over for every, any other team yeah yeah it's, it's, it, it will become difficult for sure um, but yeah oh god City my god it is insane okay let me just flip this on its head do you see anyone leaving any surprise names leaving because I know um there was a lot of chitter chat around Mares and, and Sterling um, potentially making way one of one or both. Do you, do you see any sort of big name leaving there? The only the only problem with players leaving Man City is I don't think anyone around Europe can afford the players that would be leaving. So I can only really see players going to the Premier League and players going to the Premier League. I don't know, maybe Bernardo Silva could go somewhere in the Premier League. Um, I don't know. I don't see Mares going. I saw Sterling. They were looking at giving him a new contract. I read that somewhere the other day. Mm. Um, so I don't see Sterling going. So that's that's what I mean. I don't really see much leaving the squad. They've obviously lost Aguero, um, which needed replacing. They lost the centre back Garcia. Um, they made a few quid from Jack uh, from Jack Harrison to Leeds, and Angelino moved to to Leipzig. Uh, so they've made a they've made a few quid about you know twenty twenty five million uh, from sales, but in terms of the players that are in the squad, I can't see any leaving. But you know, Pep's the master of surprises. Do you, you think? Know? Do you think uh, Harry Kane transfer if he goes to City will involve maybe one or two City players going that, in the other direction? That that's no. what that. That no. that's what that's what I think that's what I think the idea is that's yeah. what I think the idea is and that's that's a who's reason go- why okay who's going let's be honest if if I'm if I okay, let's say it was Raheem Sterling I am telling you now no, Laporte Laporte maybe I think Bernardo Silva might, might Bernardo have. Silva Bernardo Silva could they're the two why, why? The, the, no, the, listen you, they, you know what the thing is these players have got to be sitting on it going right I can sit here and get a, I'm gonna play. Because they play. Bernardo Silva, Laporte, they're still going to play. You just mentioned Eric Garcia's left. He's definitely... So Laporte is the next backup, let's be honest. Like, if Stones gets yeah. injured or Diaz gets injured, like, you're getting your money, you're winning stuff. Why are you... What? What is attractive about Tottenham? Unless I've... they say... Unless you go there and Tottenham say, please come and I'll give you an extra 100 grand a week. Because why are you I'll... going there? From City I'll to think... Tottenham. Yeah, I, I think I think some of, some of these players might want to just play every week, yeah. and I just think you don't get that you don't get that that guarantee um, under Pep Guardiola. So, for instance, 
Bernardo Silva goes to Spurs and he plays every single game in this season. You know, Mares, I think that's a little bit more unlikely. Can't see Sterling going. I believe he's on too much money. Um, mm. But your Mares, maybe. Um, then you can look at also loans as well, little loan deals that they could do. Um, so I, I believe there's wiggle room there. I do believe there's wiggle room there. And I believe that. I believe that um, I actually think both of them deals are going to happen, Grealish and Kane. I do. I, I just don't see the. I don't see the the player exchange. You can't about, uh, because like, I think I think Le- I think Ake? Daniel. Uh, okay, maybe, but I think Levy wants money, mate. <laughs> I he, mean, he does. He does. I know he wants his one fifty million, but right. So, so this is the scenario. He wants one hundred and fifty million. Yeah, and when he gets that 150 million, he's gonna to have to go and buy players. Yeah, if he gets a hundred million and say a player and a player on loan, that sort of ticks that box mm. already. Do you know what I mean? I don't know if it's gonna necessarily be a striker, but it, you know, it, it plugs a couple of gaps in other places where they might need a where they might need a player. And I, I, I think, I think, do Spurs want a player that's not going to training, knocking about? around the team. Do you know what I mean? That that's that's what it's gonna come down to. And I know Levy wants to be, you know, this hard taskmaster and hold out for however much money. But the bottom line is he's he's you know he's captain, he's talisman. Or he's I've I found out today he's not his captain. But he's talisman. <laughs> he's talisman. Yeah. Not turning up to training. What does that look like on the rest of the team? You know what I mean? What does that and and obviously a few Tottenham fans here and there ain't gonna like that. So the pressure will be on the, the pressure will be on Levy massively this mm. this uh this summer. And I think that 100, 120 million and maybe a Bernardo Silva and then a Nathan Ake on loan ain't a bad little deal if you can get it all done. Let's see. There's a small handful of City players that could possibly be swayed with with, with Tottenham. Uh, I know it's not a, an attractive. Uh, it's not attractive for them leaving Man City to to go to Tottenham. But like Mo said, it could be a the regular playing. You know, uh, more money or something, or even the manager. Like obviously Nuno, Portuguese connection with Bernardo Silva. You don't know what kind of relationship they they've got. So yeah, even you boys don't sound convinced, though. Like, <laughs> you're, not, think... you're not even the ones moving the Tottenham. You don't sound convinced. <laughs> yeah, but that's because we're Arsenal fans, though. <laughs> Benjamin, <laughs> Benjamin, Benjamin Mendy's another Mendy, one that could yeah, go. Yeah. He's another one that could go um, the other way. Mm. You, just, you just never know with nah. with with Pep Guardiola, with um, with um, with Grealish coming in. Does that mean that he, you know, Gundogan can he go? No, no he's I'd... absolute talisman. Mate, <laughs> mate, we know we what one thing you can say for Pep Guardiola is yeah, when you it's like when you start the new season, it's a clean slate, mate. Gundogan might not play till Christmas. That's how it. That's how it is with him. You know what I mean? Like you, you're, yeah, you have a fantastic. Yeah. You remember Sterling the season before comes in the next season can't get a game. Remember Laporte. The yeah. season he joined, everyone was like, "This is the answer to 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 Manchester City's defensive issues." He can't even get a game now. Ake comes yeah. on before him normally. You know what I mean? Like, it's it, with um with Pep, you just never know what he's thinking. That element of surprise, I think it keeps obviously a lot of players on their toes. But um, 
But, mate, the more I look at this squad, the more I think Grealish and Kane coming in, they do need to shave something off that attacking area. Mm. Um, yeah. For me, it's so... Bernardo Silva. Maybe Jesus. I don't know. Uh... I, can, I can see the Bernardo Silva one. That's the only one. But I, even then, I, just, oh, I don't know. Mate. I just, yeah, I just don't see why you'd want to go there. It's an absolute downgrade. It's like having, <laughs> having, a, having a mansion. Having a mansion and then like going, do you know what? Yeah, we're... We're, we're selling you to a studio flat. Off you go. Crack on. Especially you as you're going and, and their best players coming the other way as well. So it's not like they are so going to go and play with Harry Kane and Son. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but then, yeah, but say for instance, they, they gave Jesus in that deal. Yeah. That, that then yeah, exactly. opens up the door for Jesus to be a number nine, a main yeah. number nine in the Premier League. So that's, yeah. that's an interesting proposition. Yeah. I'm not saying that's going to happen, but I'm just saying that those... Pro- Propositions yeah, yeah, are, yeah. Are, are are quite interesting for the player personally. You can sit at Man City. I mean, how many Premier Leagues has Jesus got? He's got two or three, any two, yeah, yeah. two minimum. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I yeah. mean? Like these guys have won everything they can. Like apart from the Champions League, they've won everything you can. They've got a number of FA Cups, a number of right. League Cups. <laughs> hey, listen. If they, leave, if they leave City, there's no chance in Champions League. They can laugh at Arsenal as much as they like, but now they're going to what? They're going to go and play in the conference, Europa Comp. What is that? What is that? <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, mate. Uh, Epsom and you all turned it down, to be fair. That's what I like asked us. Um, but yeah, I, listen, either way, I think listening to everyone on there, City are, are absolutely flying. Um, you know, they're going to get greedish. Harry Kane is likely to be line up in that city shirt, which in all honesty, I thought they would have gone with would gone with Haaland, but it sounds like Haaland's probably gonna end up staying this season. Um but uh yeah. Oh the the blue part of Manchester is buzzing and another part of Manchester, the red side of it is also buzzing, I think. I think we unless anyone can say any, any anything differently, but uh United obviously They've announced for Ran. Um, where, where do you where do you see uh, going? There, well, the next bit of movement. Do you see them bringing anyone else in? Um, did you come to me first? Yeah. Yeah, go on, mate. Yeah, go, go for, for it. it mate. Yeah. Um, I I think there's scope for maybe a midfielder. I don't know if that's relying on Pogba leaving. Um, I think they should do everything in their power to keep Pogba. I think. Now they've built a team that can challenge for things. And I think this is more of a Pogba team with quality throughout and, you know, him him adding the final touches um, to an already good team. Um, I think Varane for them is a massive signing. I think, although take the expense out of it, how much wages he's going to have and how much the transfer fee was, I just think that they needed a ready-made defender for this team. Yeah. Um, where... You know the other, the rest of the the rest of the team is is pretty um pretty well rounded. You know they might need a little right, they might need a right back, a little bit more of an attacking right back. They might need a little midfielder, but the rest of the team's quite rounded. Now they've got Sancho as well, and I just think that this is the sort of team that could challenge. And I said last season if they made two big signings, it could turn everything. And Varane could be that signing, and obviously a little bit of extra firepower um, in Sancho. Um, what I will say about Manchester United, yeah, is if Haaland don't join Chelsea this 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 transfer window, which I think might happen, he will join Man U next se- next season. That's what I think. 
you know what's scary about that? You saying that I, I, I think United doing have done some some great work, obviously with the Cavani signing as well. I, I know we've discussed about Mbappe having one year left. Man United might be in a great position, you know. Well, if you put him, if you put him in there, if they can secure, if they can secure Pogba in there as well, the contingents there for him to it would look, it would look in a good place, and you know, people like Martial can make way for that. I'm just saying, I'd hate it, but I, I could see it at the same time. The Cavani thing screams screams to me that they've got something in the pipeline. Yeah. Because yeah. because yeah, yeah, yeah. because because right, they've spent seventy five million on Sancho, seventy six million. They knew they was gonna spend that money. Varane's come along, he's not really breaking the bank, Varane. The money that they're paying in transfer fees and breaking the bank, thirty million. They're always gonna do that deal as soon as they found out they could. There was there's no reason why Manchester United wouldn't be buying a striker this this window. It just doesn't make sense. Doesn't doesn't make sense for me. Um and that's why I think I don't know. I don't know whether Haaland. I've got an inkling he might go to Chelsea, but if he doesn't go to Chelsea, I think that Manchester United is a is a done deal for him. Yeah, personally, yeah. I think Real Madrid are focused on Mbappe. Barcelona are going to take a while until they can, um, till they can get start making the big signings again. And um, I think after that, you know, City or United. Or Chelsea, I think um, City, Kane's obviously top of their hit list. So I think it's United or Chelsea. So I think, yeah, Chelsea this season or United next for sure. Yeah, Aaron, what do you see the damage from that they've done so far in the transfer market? I'm actually scared uh, the potential (laughs) that they've got now. Uh, I think Varane is the perfect perfect partner for, for Maguire. Uh, the way they'll complement each other, I think, will be probably make well be the best centre back partnership in the league next year. Uh, sure, obviously, probably in his uh, in the form of his life at the moment. Great end to the season, great Euros. Uh, if they keep Pogba, like like Mo said, then him and Bruno in the middle. With I do think they need one more centre mid, uh, maybe a box to box or a or a defensive midfielder just to even it out, then you've got the you've got the front three could probably be Sancho, Rashford and Cavani with Greenwood and you know, Lingard as well. He's still at he's still at the club again. So mm. and Martial. So they've got they've got the they've got the depth in, in their squad. Uh if they get Trippier, because they've been linked with Trippier as well. Uh I think Eight. With Trippier, like, are you saying I, thinking that they're going to put him on the left, like Southgate did? But I then you've got Luke Shaw <laughs> and Wampasaka. I'm, I'm baffled. Th- and Tellers. I think. And Tellers, yeah, yeah. I think it's a good signing for him uh, because going forward, obviously Wampasaka isn't great going forward. He's obviously good defensively, but not great going forward. So in some of the games where they need a goal uh, or or can play a bit more differently. Then Trippier can 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 do that job quite easily, uh, and they do need they they need they need a good squad and obviously Solskjaer and whoever else up there is uh, has identified that and looking to get unlike Liverpool getting 
good players all around the pitch, including their reserves and and so on. Uh, so I think it's a it's a great move if if they can get him. Uh, there's there's no problem in having two two or three quality fullbacks uh, in at the club, and you know. Man City have shown why that's a good thing. It's going to be hard keeping players happy, but if they're winning games because of it, then naturally they're just going to be happy. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I'm still surprised that Martial's still at the club, if I'm honest, as well. I think. Yeah. I feel like. He's, he's another I feel like he needs to go and play. For. He's another yeah, one yeah, of course. to look for. And probably get him for like 40 million, maybe less. Maybe even less, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think so. I think so. I think it's something that they need to to look at and and, and consider. To be honest, um, but yeah, because he, he could, they could get good money. It's a good way for them to offset. He needs to be playing. Let's be honest. He can't just be sitting there like he goes rusty. Comes in, people are crucifying him because he misses a little sitter and that. But you know, I can't, I can't blame him. The guy's not really playing, no. so he needs to go. He needs to go and do that. Um, for for sure, but yeah, I think we're all in agreement. Man United have made some moves that are, are definitely getting a few people sort of uh, looking at them as actually considering them as as contenders. You know, they came second last year, right? So mm-hmm. they've got they've gone and gone and made the moves to improve. At the end of the day, that's what you've got to do, right? Come second, what have we what can we do to improve? You know, they've secured they they, they secured. Um, uh, obviously, Sancho get a bit more sort of on the creativity bit. If obviously they do um, get any pick up any injuries, like what they did with with Rashford, etc. Now, then they've gone defensively, gone right. What what's the upgrade to play next to Maguire? And let's be honest, Varane over Lind- Lindelof. Jesus, for me, the only yeah, it's mental. I think the only question mark for me in that Man United team. I know you said about centre mid, but is what they're actually going to do about the goalkeepers? Because they got your best friend still, De Gea, Aaron, and then <laughs> Henderson. I, I, I feel like there was still a bit of pressure on Henderson, and I don't know if that's why he, there was a couple of mistakes maybe made. Um, you know, I'm not writing him off at all. I still think it's a very good goalkeeper. When you're starting to look at what's being put in front of him, is he that? Is he of that level? I don't know. You can start looking at the weaknesses and going, actually, is it him? Yeah, I think we'll, he'll be found out. A lot if if he's not the the right man for the job, but again, it's, yeah. it's no there's no harm having two two decent goalies. So there's no harm at yeah. all. And they've got you know they're playing Europe fo- European football as well. So they got enough. They got enough to 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 share game time within that squad as well. So the only thing yeah. for me, the only negative I can say is if they want to win stuff. I still don't think the manager's the right man to, for that to happen. I don't think he has... Still not having Oli. No, I <laughs> mean, I, I still don't think he's got that ruthlessness to, to take them to that next level. That's the only thing. And I, I don't mind being proved wrong if he, if he can do it. I mean, I think the cup, the European Cup final, uh, whatever final they were in last year, showed, showed that he didn't have that. And yeah, for me, that's the only thing that might stop them. Yeah, he's got the people around him that uh, put his slip throat. But um, yeah, we'll yeah be interesting. What about you, Mo? On that one, Ollie, right man for it. Uh, I think Ollie this season's under the most pressure he's been under. I don't think there's there's no excuse for him to not deliver some sort of silverware. 
uh, this season. Um, it's going to be in a difficult. It's going to be in a difficult with difficult competition because Liverpool looking strong, um, Chelsea looking strong. Um, you know, Spurs, Arsenal, all strengthening. Um, and he's got to go and you know get his hands on either a Champions League, an FA Cup. I don't think FA Cup will be enough, but if he wins an FA Cup, it is silverware. You know what I mean? It's the first one, isn't it? Um, or Premier League. So all I know is that this season, but they've just given him a new contract as well. <laughs> it's mad. But um, but that that as well, that's what screams at me that Haaland, like that's what, that was a big thing for me when thinking Haaland's coming. Like the securing everyone long-term and, you know, building the team and backing him with money and, yeah, so I've, I think he's under a, a pressure to to win this season. He does need to win a competition. Um, otherwise, his head's going to be on the chopping block. Mm. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Uh, yeah, people will be looking at. We start spending that money, no trophies. Mm. Yeah, questions. Especially, especially, are. especially when you have a squad because the squad, the the type of players, where their squads are, where they finish second in the league is. They're they're signing defining players now, you know. Like Varane is a uh, like final piece to the jigsaw type of player, you know. Sancho, like these are defining players that they're signing now. So, you know, maybe one more, one or two more, and then there's literally no excuse for not winning a competition. You know what I mean? Mm, yeah, yeah. So, no, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I mean. Let's say this, boys. This one will probably be quite short. This one, Newcastle. They ain't signed no one. They ain't sold no one. Move on to Norwich. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Honestly, no, no I, they ain't signed I don't no think one. I've ever seen that many? I don't think I've seen that many Newcastle fans on my timeline before. But they are outraged. Like, what is going on? No, like, they ain't Brucey, signed no you one. Get a new contract. <laughs> they ain't signed no one. They ain't sold no one. Bruce is getting a new contract and they need players in every position. That's it's where they're at. Bonkers. So it's actually it's quite easy to sum, to sum, to sum oh. them up. <laughs> oh man, this this team, this team, man. They're just, I don't even know what to say about them. Mike Ashley is just, uh, I, don't, I don't even know. The best thing that could happen is that they... You know that that group win the tribunal and uh, and Newcastle get to move on because right now the fans must just be furious, man. Every season is the same thing. Every season, bottom of the barrel, getting loans in, spending on one or two players, always leaving yourself a bit short. You know, what I mean, flirting with relegation the whole season. It's just the same thing year in year out for them. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's pain. it must be painful to support that. Think about, you know, the Kevin Keegan era of Newcastle. Again, it's just like, it's just to see a team like that bring in one or two and you're seeing newly promoted sides like spending even 20, 30 million at times. Just like, what is... And it's bonkers. Like, Mike actually obviously doesn't want to spend his money because he still probably wants to sell, you know... <laughs> It's just, he's just, it's painful, painful. I feel for him. I really do. I kind of do feel for him. And that's all we can probably say on that subject. Unless Aaron's caught caught wind of something else, mate, that we haven't seen. Mate, you know, 
I'm I'm as gobsmacked as you guys. I can't believe they've got anyone in at the moment. Uh, they've had a pre like pre-season wise. Obviously, not many of their players would have would have been out on international duty or, or anything like that. Maybe Shaw for for Switzerland and pretty much I think that that was it. Maybe Almiron in the Copa America. So like they've obviously had their squad there for pre-season so surely they should be knowing who they can get rid of who they can get in I know there's they want to get Willock in uh, obviously again on loan but they should be sorting this out man because they can't go into the new season with that same squad yeah I feel sorry yeah. for like Will, Wilson and and maybe one or two others but the rest I mean they need they need, they need upgrades all over the pitch yeah yeah, 100%. You know, boys, just a quick... I literally can't believe I missed it. Um, talking about Liverpool. It's rewinding a little bit because we can use up some of the Newcastle time. Um, <laughs> is, is Jordan Henderson potentially not getting a contract renewed? No. Um, Going to be available potentially on a free. Having uh, no Wijnaldum and potentially no Henderson? Do you think... You know, you've talked about things being lined up. Surely they've got to have something. I know they're talking about is it, is it Sal from um, uh, after to go to Madrid, but yeah. surely he's got to be someone else. Jordan Henderson, that's mental. Tell us, man. If, 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 if Henderson and Vinaldum leave Liverpool, they don't have any chance of winning the league this season, in my opinion. Why, why aren't they extending his contract? I don't understand. I don't, it must be money or it must be length. Because he still has, he still has two years left on his contract, so uh, I can only imagine that he might want another two years. And they're saying you're only going to get another year, something like that. Because he's still got two years left on his contract. I remember seeing his contract ends in 2020, 2023. Let me just yeah. confirm that. Yeah, his contract's until the twenty twenty three. So I can only imagine that the the issue is either. They want to cut his money in half or, or cut his money down. He's not willing to accept. Um, or he wants two years and they're only offering him one year. How old is he? 31. 31 oh, now. Come Just on, George. Arsenal will give you a five-year deal. That's what we do. <laughs> <laughs> 200k a week. So, yeah, so yeah, yeah, we'll be ready for you. <laughs> he's looking for a contract probably to end his career there. Maybe take him to 34, 35. And I just don't think Liverpool are willing to pay it. Yeah, yeah. No, okay, I can see it, but oof, this is a it's another miss in the change room, isn't it? Really, as well. Yeah, but... that, that's that's what I mean. A lot of legs gone in the middle as well. A lot of legs gone. Yeah, from yeah. the middle of the pitch, you know. And Thiago doesn't offer you that. Keita doesn't really offer you that. Oxley Chamberlain doesn't really offer you that. What not what they offer? No, and the leadership too. Yeah, well, yeah, but yeah, both of them, both of them, both of them, mate. Yeah, mental, mental, but it ha- it does happen. It gets there, but yeah, again, I think a club like that should have, you know, succession plans on that. Surely, but uh, we'll soon find out what happens there because I'm sure a couple of weeks still still to go. But uh, our last team. Did we get this connected, Jen? We, we didn't. You did. We didn't, yeah. 
heard some. Oh, I heard the ice I cream. Did. All I wow. heard was the ice cream. Van. Yeah, the the ice cream. And you thought I went in house. it. You thought I went. <laughs> I was yeah, like, Sam's gone. Sam's gone. The ice cream, the ice cream van's at my house. My house. Got excited. Got excited. Um, no, um, no, Norwich boys. Norwich. Where, where are we at with the newly promoted side? Are we? Uh, do, do you think they're just going to take their money? Is Delia just going to take her money and get out again? What, what, what do you reckon? Or do you reckon they'll actually have a bit of a push for it this year? Uh, I've spoken to a couple of Norwich fans that I know, and they said they're in better shape now than they were last time they came up. Uh, even with Burndier, uh obviously going to, to Villa. But I'm looking at the squad, I'm still seeing it's pretty much the same same squad that they had going up, obviously without Jamal Lewis and and stuff. They've still got Pookie and Cantwell. Uh they've they've made a couple of good good signings though. Uh which which is good. I'm looking forward to how Billy Gilmore plays for them. Uh he's obviously very highly rated at Chelsea. Uh, I don't. I actually think they 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 they're the they're the ones out of the promoted three that have a chance of staying up though. They've they've still got Max Aaron's, you know. They've they've still got Cantwell, so I I got a feeling that they they've uh, they'll be they'll be okay this season if they. Uh, I'm, they I'm surprised need... Max Aaron's is still there. You not? Yeah. You I mean, I, I've 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 won him at Arsenal for well since I saw him in the Premier League, so it's it's quite interesting why why. You know they let Jamal Lewis go and Ben Godfrey go, uh, but he's still there. Uh, yeah, it's very, very, very strange thing to see. But no, they they do need two or three more signings if they want want to uh, to to stay up. But I, I do like like their squad and their managers uh, managers done well of them. To be fair, mm. yeah. But I think, uh, Villa Villa are stiffing around Cantwell as well, so they might not actually end. The um the the window with with all of these yeah. players that they've got now, so they might actually be slightly weakened. Um, they give their manager a new contract as well, so I think that means that regardless of what happens, he's staying really. Staying, yeah. Um, but in terms of Norwich, I think the last time they come up, they went down with a bit of a bit of a whimper. What what I'll say is that the players that stayed there. Um, they've got that year of, year of experience in the league and they know sort of a little bit yeah. more what to expect. What I always worry about when teams come up to the Premier League is when they don't sign any Premier League level like talent. Right, They've got Billy Gilmore in and Billy Gilmore's played a few Premier League games but he's not sort of Premier League proven. Mm-hmm. And I always think that when you move to the Premier League you need to sign one or two Premier League proven players um, and have them in and around the team to support um, to support the to, to, to support the other players around, basically, and just say like, look, I've been at this level um, and I can compete at this level. And I always worry when uh, these uh, teams like Norwich and and stuff go to Europe and they buy these, you know, these lower these lower sort of league European players, and bring them in, and then expect them to do a job in the Premier League. Mm. Now, I'm not saying they couldn't. But what I'm saying is it's a lot more difficult. Sometimes you have to spend the money on the Premier League proven players. Um, I think, I don't know if Norwich stay up this season, but I reckon they have a slightly better chance than they did last time they were in the Premier League. See, if I'm I'm Norwich, I'm looking at that release list from Palace. Yeah. I'm going there. I'm going... We know what happened last time. K 
can I get a few of the better players that were playing championship to spend, you know, with some of that money you're probably getting so that if you do go down, you're in a very good place again. But mm. you're fine. I know you put Gilmore, I, I think P- Pookie gets goals. He will score you goals. That's fine. Can you get someone else in the middle there? You just lost, but uh, when, how do you say his name? Buendia? Buendia. Yeah, he's yeah. yeah, he's gone to yeah. Villa. That's your creativity gone and goals, by the way. Where, where are you replacing? You've got to replace that. It's already hard to come by goals as it is and, and sort of putting it putting it on the um, sixpence for someone. Go and, you've got to replace that. And defensively, you know, like you've just mentioned there, Aaron, those names that have left, they're big names. Yeah. Like for in terms of your, your your back line, that's what worries me. Like who who where's the succession planning for that? Like you can you can produce talent all as much as you like and sell it on, but what who's that? You've either got to have the ready to go, um, but then you've also got to have the you know you've still got to have the the not the the youth, but still bring in that experience. Like you said, you can't just cut, can't just turn up to the Premier League. Sorry, you just can't do it and not expect to um, well, you... to be whipping boys. You say that Palace list, you know, Gary Cahill's on there. He'll be he'll be one of my first ones to, to get in yeah. just for that experience. There, there, there's a lot on that list that you could get. And just not from Palace, from from all the other Premier League teams that have released players or or know that they'll be available need, yeah. on loan, like a couple of loan exactly. deals, you know. Mm. Uh, they, uh, they have signed two, I think they've signed two players. They've signed a winger from, I want to say... I think it was from Germany, was it Bremen or, or somewhere like that, uh, called Rashica. Uh, so they brought one or two others in. So mm. they, they obviously just haven't looked in the, in the Premier League uh, for for that experience. But like I say, there's, there's, there's still a month to go in, in the window. Uh, maybe they're waiting on, on the Cantwell money or, or Max Aaron's money if, 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 if bids come in and then they, they'll know where, where to go. Mm. From there, but yeah, they do need uh, two or three at least to come in. Yeah, I think yeah. we are looking. A, I think we are looking a bit early in terms of finalized squads because I, I think this is going to be an unprecedented August in terms mm. of transfers. Um, yeah. I think there's going to be a lot of transfers. There's going to be still be a lot of loan deals as well. Um, so there's plenty still to happen, I believe. Mm. I mean, they have got some experience. They got Grant Hanley and uh, Tim Krull. Yeah, they got Ben Gibson. Ben Gibson. Um, oh yeah, oh yeah. Burnley was it? Yeah, for Burnley, they got a little bit of experience there. They still got Teddy. He, he he was uh, he was about thirty five when he played in the Prem. Who's that, Teddy? Teddy, yeah. Is he still about? Oh. I remember when Gareth Bell ran him. I'm sure Gareth <laughs> Bell ran him all them years ago. <laughs> when Bell was in the Premier League, I'm sure Teddy was still playing for them then. Uh, yeah, 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 nice. Yeah, not not looking good for them. Um, but in my opinion, I just I don't know. I just I just don't know. And again, I like to see sort of forward thinking, forward planning. Yes, you want to stay in the league, but have a little contingency go. If we got the right players that are going to want to stay with us, um, you know, come come Championship time. Um, like you said, look, you know, Max Aaron's is probably the next on that on that list. So what have they got next? But but yeah, being interesting. I definitely fully agree with you boys, though. And we think we said it before. This deadline day is going to be immense. Honestly, mm. I think it's going to be one of the best ones. Uh, I, I definitely do. I think it always is, as I said before. You know, after these uh, sort of summer tournaments as well. Um, but yeah, be is going to be a crazy one for for sure. Um, 
But yeah, any any other thoughts, boys? Aaron, in fact, floor is yours, mate. The, the fans want to hear you, mate. We we haven't heard from you for a couple of weeks. You got anything <laughs> you want to tell us? Uh, any rants? Nah. Any frauds? Nah, well, who's no. on the fraud list this year? <laughs> <laughs> so it's a new season. There's a, there's a new list to, to compile. New list, yeah. And yeah, so, you know, as the season carries on, I'm sure I'll let, let you know who, who'll be on there. I've got, I've got a little short list, so, you know, there'll be a couple of them on there sooner rather than later, the full-time list. Um, for, for any new but, for any new listeners, lads, short lists for Aaron is like consists of like two thousand eight hundred and two <laughs> players. <laughs> Takes a bit of time to whittle that down, so we might hear back from you on that by December. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll whittle that down to to maybe a top hundred, and, and we'll go from there. <laughs> no, I love it, absolutely love it. Um, boys, start thinking about your predictions. Um, listeners, start thinking about your predictions. We want to hear. Who you've got winning the league, chat getting in the Champions League. I want to hear relegation and I want to hear an early shout for player of the season as well. Um, because that will be a nice tidy one to, to look at. I know that that might change depending on their on transfers for sure. But start start racking your brains, boys. We we I know I laughed at Mo last year, but uh, hats off, mate, with some of your predictions. They weren't as crazy as I thought they were gonna be. But uh, mm. are we going down the bookies for your ones this year, though, for sure? <laughs> Unless he says Arsenal top four, and I'll, yeah, then uh, might not happen. Then I know he's at his head. He's at his head. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, we're not. We're not there yet. We're not there yet. But hey, boys, if Martinez comes in, we can dream again. We can dream. Or you're not going to comment on that just yet? I can't even. I can't even invest in that. In that um, idea, I just need that to happen or not happen. That's that's Moses' go-to signing on on Football Manager. I can't even. I can't even. Oh my days! That would just be mental. But um, but yeah, I'm not even going to get. I'm not even going to get into it. It is what it is. If he comes, he comes. If he don't, I didn't expect him to. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, brilliant. Oh, oh! What do people think of that? There you go. Mate. That's what. Mate. Try to filter out. Try to filter out Mo's uh, opinion on Martinez with, with, <laughs> with the drill. But, but the, uh, the guy upstairs has had enough of hearing my uh, my views on football. I think. Yeah, that's it. On that note, um, for all you drill fans, we provided you some drill. Um, <laughs> bad, bad joke, but. <laughs> 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 it's uh, been another week of, of playing out from the back. Sports Social Podcast Network. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.